Welcome to the Yoga at Home podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Klaus, owner and director of Inner Spring Yoga. This class was recorded live at our studio, located at 802 East Market Street in New Albany, Indiana. You can learn more about me at my website, carrieklaus.yoga, and find the studio class schedule at www.isyoga.me. Before beginning this or any other new physical activity, please consult your healthcare provider. Enjoy your practice. How is everyone? Good. Does everybody have a um, strap and a block or two? Are there enough straps in the basket back there? So everybody else has one? All right. How's everybody? Good. No injuries? Mm-mm. Good. Does anyone else have a calendar that looks like this? Where every single day is filled up with something. And when you look at it, you're kind of like, ah, stressed and overwhelmed. Yep. <laughs> everybody this morning said the same thing. And the sad thing is everybody this morning are retired. And they still have a calendar that looks like this. That's just like filled up with stuff to do. Um, and I was looking at my calendar last night. So most of you know I was away last week and I'm gonna be away again next week. So I only have this like one week in between where I'm catching up from last week and then also trying to prepare for being gone next week. So I was trying to sit down and get everything organized last night and I just kind of was like, ah, right? I can't do it all. I don't know how to, to get it all done. Um, which made me think of the Sanskrit word called shraddha. And the word shraddha means uh, faith or trust. Um, because when I start to feel overwhelmed by my calendar, um, I just kind of have to put it all away and have some faith that things will just work out like they're supposed to and the things that are really important will get done and um, the things that weren't so important will just kind of fall off the calendar and they won't get done. Um, because largely, I think the universe is a, a benevolent um, entity and um, we are as... Um, as best we can sort of uh, graced with some kind of kindness from the universe and so things are always handled even though we might not always feel like they're handled and so this idea of uh, shraddha or faith or trust is um, wh where we're going with our practice this evening and we're going to start down on our backs <clears throat> with a strap nearby you guys here that are real cozy in the back, you might want to stagger just a little bit so you don't bang into each other. So just take a moment to make yourself comfortable on your back. You can be all stretched out like you're in Shavasana or you can keep your knees bent and have your feet resting on your mat if that feels better for your low back. <clears throat> and just start by taking a deep breath in through your nose and then let your breath go out through your mouth. And you could do that another time or two and just really start to settle into your space and relax into your breath.
and then just for a little while um, put away the calendars and the to-do lists and the chores that need to be done and all of the things that might be weighing on you a little bit. Just practice letting all of those things go right now because the truth is there's nothing you can do about any of them right now anyway. And as you're working on letting all of those things go, just settle into a rhythm of breath that is steady and even, but with minimal effort. So maybe you'll um, recognize this in yourself too, but a little confession is that part of the reason I get so overwhelmed by uh, this calendar and all these things to do is because I like to be in control of everything. I like to make sure everything's getting done and that everything's getting done correctly and that everything's getting done on time. And so trying to control all of these things just kind of overwhelms me a little bit. And in order to really practice shraddha or uh, practice having faith, we have to let go or relinquish that control. It sounds really scary for those of us that like to be in control, but sometimes the best thing for us is to just be totally out of control. To just turn that control over and trust that without any effort from you, the things will get done. And one of the things that I have seen over the many years of practicing and teaching yoga is that the same is true in our yoga asana practice. That we start moving our bodies on our mat and we put so much effort into what we're doing because we think that unless we do it right, unless we control it in some way, um, we won't get a benefit from it. And that's just not true. In fact, the more that we can relax into the postures, the more benefit we get. The more we can relinquish some of that effort and control, the more benefit we get. If we can just have faith that the yoga will work, then the yoga will work. And so as we start moving tonight, I'd like you to just pay attention to how you're approaching the practice. 
Are you able to, uh, for lack of a, a better word, be out of control in your practice? Are you able to soften your effort? Are you able to just trust the process? Maybe that process for you tonight is just staying here on your back breathing. And if that's the, the case for you tonight, you are welcome to just stay right here and be mindful of your effort. But if some movement is what you crave tonight, you can take this breath with you and start to slowly move your fingers, your toes, your wrists, your ankles, start to awaken the energy in your body. And then start to bring your right knee in towards your chest. If your knees are bent, or if your uh, knees were bent, you can keep your left foot uh, flat on the floor, keep the knee bent, or you can stretch the left leg forward. And you're just going to hold on to your right knee with your right hand. Let your left hand fall away, and make a few circles with your right hip. So all we're trying to do is bring some movement into the hip joint. These can be really small circles with not a lot of sensation at all. So this might be the first place where you can really start to notice how much uh, force and control you try to put into your practice. Is it your, your inclination to kind of crank that hip around in as big of a circle as you can go because you think that bigger is better? Or can you just settle into a little bit of movement and sensation? And make sure you go in both directions. So a few times one way and then a few times the other way. And then when you've gone a few times in each direction, just thread your hands behind your right thigh and hold on behind with your fingers interlaced. When you inhale, extend your heel up towards the ceiling. And then when you exhale, bend your knee back down. So you're gonna inhale and straighten the leg and then exhale and bend the knee. And a few times with your breath, just moving through the knee joint. And then it's kind of like uh, walking and chewing gum at the same time, but if you can also include moving your ankle and your toes, then you can start to move through all of the lower body joints at once, hip, knee, ankles, and toes. If you need to pause and make some circles with your ankle or scrunch and stretch your toes, you can pause. But if you can just keep it all moving at once, you can do that too. So we call that mental flossing when we're trying to coordinate all this stuff together. It's good yoga for your brain. And take one more breath like this, inhaling, extending the leg, and then exhaling and bending the knee. And then the next time your knee's bent in towards your chest, you can either hook your first two fingers and thumb around your right big toe and extend your right heel up towards the ceiling, or use your strap around the arch of your foot and extend your right heel up towards the ceiling. 
If you're using your strap, slide your hands all the way down so that your upper arms and your elbows relax back onto your mat. And then with the knee extended, just take a couple of breaths through the back side of the leg. So just focus your breath at the back of the leg. Breathing into any sensations that you feel there. And then keep that, but make your left leg active. So reach forward through your left heel, your left toes will point up towards the ceiling. And you wanna have a sensation like your um, quadricep muscle and your hamstring muscle on the left leg are kind of coming together and hugging the femur bone or the upper thigh bone. And then even though your legs are split, your legs are separated, have the sensation that you're hugging them both in towards the midline but there's like an invisible resistance there at the midline. Just like there's a, a wall running straight down the center of your body and you're pressing the right inner edge of the foot into that wall and the left inner edge of the foot into that wall. And take one more breath in like this. And then if you're using your strap, you'll switch both ends of your strap over into your left hand. If you're holding with your right hand, then you're gonna reach up and hold your right foot with your left hand, let your right hand fall away. And then we're gonna cross the right leg over the midline of the body, but not all the way into a twist, okay? So you're moving the right leg to the left just enough to get some stretch on your right outer hip. And it'll look different for everybody, so don't try to look around and compare and try to figure out what you should be doing. Just feel for a stretch in your right hip, and when you feel your right hip stretch, you're doing what you should be doing. And then just see if you can mentally let go of some of the effort here. Just focus on your breath. Soften into the stretch and the sensation. And then as you inhale, carry that right heel back up towards the ceiling. And then as you exhale, bend your right knee, bring your right knee down towards your chest. If you're using the strap, go ahead and take it off to the side. And then you'll either hold on to your first two fingers and thumb around your right big toe, hold on to your right shin with your right hand or hold on behind your right thigh and turn your right heel up towards the ceiling like a half of a happy baby. So you're drawing the right knee down towards your shoulder, sole of the right foot pointing up towards the ceiling. And then check where your tailbone is at. So if your tailbone is pointing up towards the ceiling and you can feel your low back in the mat, then see about sliding your hand down, maybe your shin or down behind your thigh, and see if you can point your tailbone more towards these front windows. So there's space between your low back and your mat. And take one more breath in. And then when you exhale, release your right foot down to the floor. And breathe in and bring your left knee to your chest. Then the left hand is holding the left knee, the right hand falling away, and you're just gonna start to bring some movement into your left hip joint. So again, this can just be a really, really small movement. And make sure you go both ways. 
And then when you've gone both ways, bring your knee back to your chest, interlace your hands behind your thigh, and then extend and flex the knee. So you're straightening the leg and then bending the leg. And then once you get that movement coordinated with your breath, you can add the ankle and the toes, or you can pause for a moment and move through the ankles and the toes a little. So some of you can walk and chew gum at the same time and some of you can't, huh? And then the next time you bend your knee towards your chest, you're gonna hook your first two fingers and thumb around your left big toe or grab your strap. And then stretch the left heel up towards the ceiling. And stretch the right leg straight ahead. And then bring some awareness into that right leg. So the right leg is active, stretching through the heel. Imagine that there's that wall running straight down the midline of your body. The inner edge of the left foot is pressing toward the wall. And the inner edge of the right foot is pressing toward the wall. And then take both ends of the strap into your right hand or reach up and hold your foot with your right hand. And then cross over the midline of your body. So just enough to feel that stretch on the outer hip. And then as you breathe in, stretch the left heel back up towards the ceiling. On your exhale, bring your knee down towards your chest. Slide your strap off to the side and then for half a happy baby, you can hold the foot, the ankle, the shin, or the back of the thigh. Turn the sole of the left foot towards the ceiling and draw the knee towards the armpit. And then just check where your uh, tailbone is pointing. So if it's pointing up, then slide your hand down a little. And point your tailbone towards the front of the room. And take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, release your left foot down. And then bring both knees to your chest, hug them close. Rock a little bit from side to side and then roll all the way over to your right side and press yourself up and over to your hands and knees. 
And we will do some lunges. So if you wanna take a moment to set up blankets under your knees for a little extra cushion, go ahead and get that set up. And then move both of your blocks to the front of your mat, please. And then once you're set up on your hands and knees, you can begin on your own a few rounds of cat and cow with your breath, extending your spine as you breathe in and flexing your spine as you breathe out. And see if you can let your breath just carry you back and forth through the flexion and the extension. Notice the level of force or effort, control that you're bringing into the movements and see if you can relinquish a little bit of that effort or force. And just let this posture cat and cow just flow through you with your breath and you might continue just strictly with flexion and extension you might include some hip circles or maybe a little side to side or lateral flexion curling your spine from side to side just do whatever feels good in your body and practice staying connected to your breath. <laughs> if you're circling or going side to side, make sure you go both ways and we'll take another maybe two rounds of breath to let you get things balanced out. And then at the end of a second breath, as you come back to your neutral spine, walk your hands forward about one handprint, <clears throat> tuck your toes under, and then press your hips back and up into the downward facing dog. And then just take a moment in downward facing dog to pedal through your heels, maybe shift into a plank pose and check the distance between your hands and feet. And then as you start to settle in for stillness, pay attention for that effort to pop up. Okay. See if there's some level of will or force that you're trying to impose on the posture. And take one more breath in and out. And then as you breathe in, stretch your right leg back and up behind you. And as you exhale, bring your right foot to the floor in between your hands. And then go ahead and grab your blocks. Take them to their highest level, even if you don't usually use them. Take a breath in, stretch your right knee forward and your left heel back. And then as you exhale, take your left knee down to the floor. Breathe in and breathe out. And then as you inhale, start to walk the blocks back, shift your hips back. Slide your right heel forward so the right leg is straight, point the right toes towards the ceiling. Take a breath in and breathe out. One more breath in 
And then as you exhale, shift forward into your lunge. And we'll flow with the breath as you inhale, shift the hips back, straighten the right leg. Exhale to shift forward into a lunge. And then inhale to shift back and straighten the leg. Exhale, come back into the lunge. And inhale to straighten the leg. We'll do two more when you exhale, uh, bend the right knee, come into the lunge. And inhale to shift back and straighten. Then exhale, shift forward into your lunge. And breathe in to straighten. And then on the exhale, shift forward into the lunge. Walk the block under your left hand forward so that it'll be right next to your right foot and uh, your left hand can be directly beneath your left shoulder. Then bring your right hand onto the top of your right thigh. As you breathe in, extend your spine. You can press into the thigh a little, lift the chest. And then as you exhale, use the leverage between your hand and your thigh to twist your torso to the right. You can keep the right hand on the thigh for leverage or inhale and stretch the right arm up to the sky. You might even internally rotate the right shoulder a little and sweep the right hand down behind your back. And breathe in. And breathe out. Inhale. And exhale for two. Breathe in. And breathe out for three. Then as you inhale, sweep your right hand down to the floor or find your block. Take a breath out as you untwist. And then inhale, shift back so the right leg goes straight again. Stack the hips above the left knee. And then you'll walk your left block back so that it's directly beneath your shoulder again. Bring your right hand into your right hip crease. Now you're going to dig your right heel into your mat. And as you inhale, pull your right hip straight back. So that's really gonna intensify the stretch on the right hip a little. Keep that, take a breath in. And then as you exhale, start to twist your chest to the right. Try to keep pressing down through the heel and pulling back through the hip. And try to keep the pelvis square and let just the torso turn. You can keep the hand in the hip crease or stretch the right arm up to the sky and breathe in. And breathe out. Inhale, and exhale, breathe in, then as you breathe out, sweep your right hand down to find your block or the floor, inhale, shift forward to your lunge, as you exhale, tuck your left toes under, and then breathe in to press back through the heel and lift the knee, on the breath out, move the blocks off to the side or down to the lowest level and step back downward facing dog. Take a breath in and breathe out. Then as you inhale, stretch the left leg back and up. Exhale and bring the left foot between the hands. Grab the blocks, take them on the highest height. Take a breath in first and stretch the left knee forward and the right heel back. And then exhale to lower the right knee down so it comes behind the line of your hip. Take a breath in and breathe out. And as you inhale, shift back so the hips come in line with the uh, right hip. The left leg straightens, the heel digs in, the toes point up, breathe in and breathe out. 
Take another breath in. And then as you exhale, come forward into the lunge and we'll start to flow. Inhale to shift back and straighten the leg. Exhale to shift back into the lunge. Inhale, hips move back, legs straightened. Exhale, lunge. Inhale, half Hanuman, straighten the left leg. Exhale, lunge. Inhale, half Hanuman, shift the hips back, straighten the leg. Exhale, lunge. Last one like this as you inhale, straighten the leg. And then exhale and shift forward into the lunge. Now the right block moves forward so it's directly beneath your right shoulder, left hand to your left thigh. Take a breath in. And then exhale, keep the spine long as you twist to the left. Hand can stay on the thigh or as you breathe in, stretch the left arm up. Or even exhale and sweep the left hand behind the back. Then inhale. And breathe out for one. Inhale. And exhale for two. And breathe in. And breathe out for three. And as you inhale, stretch the left arm up. And exhale to take the left hand down to find your block. As you inhale, shift back to half Hanuman. The left leg is straight. And then dig the left heel in so the toes point up. Keep your right hand on the block directly beneath the right shoulder. Bring the left hand into your left hip crease. Pull straight back through your left hip, but keep the left heel digging down. Take a breath in. And then as you exhale, pelvis stays square, twist from the navel, turn the heart towards the left. You can keep the hand in the hip crease or inhale and stretch the left arm up to the sky. And exhale for one. Breathe in. And breathe out for two. Inhale. Then exhale and lower the left hand down and find your block. As you inhale, shift forward into a lunge. Tuck the right toes under. Exhale and lift that knee. Move the blocks off to the side. And then exhale and step back to downward facing dog. Breathe in as you raise your heels and come forward into the plank pose. Then as you exhale, lower your knees, pause with your knees on your mat. Breathe in to lift your hips, sink your belly, lift your heart. And then exhale to take your chest and chin to your mat. As you inhale, slide all the way out onto your belly and lift your heart, low cobra. Then exhale and lower the forehead to the mat. Take the arms back to the sides for the locust pose, Shalabhasana. Turn the palms down. And then as you inhale, lift the shoulders, the chest, the head, and the legs. And exhale for one. Breathe in. And breathe out for two. Inhale. And then exhale and lower all the way down. Bring the hands beneath the shoulders. Inhale as you press up to hands and knees, toes are tucked. Exhale, send the hips back to the heels and then lift the knees, come to downward facing dog. Look between the hands and as you inhale, slowly walk the feet all the way up to the hands and breathe out. Then grab your blocks again at the front of your mat. You can take them to the highest height to start and take them right in front of your toes. 
and then press your hands down into those blocks. Lift your torso, arms are straight. Press down into the blocks and then give just a slight little pull backwards with your hands so the shoulders roll back and the heart reaches forward. Breathe in. Keep pressing firmly into your blocks and as you breathe out, fold forward. And then connect that to your breath. Press the hands down and back as you inhale and lengthen your spine. Keep pressing the hands down and exhale, pull back as you fold. Inhale, press down, pull back with the hands, reach the heart forward. Then exhale, press down, pull back and fold. Do two more like that. Inhale and extend. Exhale and fold. One more time. Inhale, extend the spine. Then exhale and fold forward. Take the blocks off to the sides and then choose which is best for you. As you inhale, you could lift with a flat back or roll up one vertebrae at a time. Just make your way all the way up to standing. And exhale to soften the shoulders away from the ears. <coughs> Excuse me. Take a breath in and let the breath go. And then as you breathe in, reach the arms out and up overhead. <clears throat> exhale to fold forward and frame the feet. Breathe in, lift the torso halfway up. Then exhale, plant your hands and step back to downward facing dog. <clears throat> As you inhale, stretch the right leg back and up. Then exhale to look at your hands, bring the right foot forward in between the hands, spin the left heel down. On your breath in, lift your torso up and turn open towards this blank gray wall coming into warrior two. Then exhale. Breathe in and breathe out for two. Inhale and exhale for three. Take a look at your right knee towards your right toes. And then see if you can see your right big toe or if you can see your small toes. If you can see your small toes, Imagine that you're trying to press your right knee towards this fireplace. See if you can hide your small toes with your knee and see only your big toe when you look down. Okay. <clears throat> so there's a little bit of external rotation there in your right hip, and then also a little bit of what we call abduction or moving your thigh away from the midline of your body. External rotation and abduction are gonna be um, important when we move into our pose of the month for March. And then when you inhale, straighten your right leg. And as you exhale, reach to the front of the room like you're trying to reach out the window and grab a tree branch. Stretch the right side of your torso long. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, hinge from your right hip crease and let your right hand drop to your shin, your ankle, uh, a block, or the floor. Stretch the left arm straight up. And then with your breath in, see if you can make the right side of your torso um, the same length as the left side of your torso. So if there was a little bit of a crunch when you hinged down, maybe raise your hand up a little bit higher or think about moving your right lower ribs away from the top right side of your pelvis.
Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, look down at your right foot. On your breath in, pull yourself all the way back up to stand. And then exhale and re-bend your right knee. Inhale, reach both arms up to shoulder height, you're back in the warrior two. Keep the right knee bent, and then as you exhale, reach out to the front of the room. So we're combining warrior two with triangle poses. We're reaching forward, coming into side angle pose, hinging down to take your right hand to the floor or a block. Let's go on the pinky toe side of the right foot for tonight. <clears throat> and then stretch the left arm beside your ear, reach for the front of the room. And then remember that external rotation and abduction and press your right knee towards your right upper arm, but let your right upper arm be really firm and resist that press. Okay. Then as you press the knee and the arm together, that'll provide a little bit of stability or strength in the hip joint. And with that stability or strength, you might be able to sink the hips down just a little bit lower. Good. And then reach from the outer edge of the left foot all the way up through the left fingertips. Breathe in. Breathe out. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, let the left hand come all the way down to the floor. Spin the left heel up as you breathe in. On your breath out, step back to downward facing dog. You can hold here in downward facing dog and breathe or inhale and come forward to the plank pose, the top of a push-up. As you exhale, bend the elbow straight back and lower down, chaturanga. Inhale to the upward facing dog. And exhale as you press back to a downward facing dog. And breathe in. And breathe out for one. And keep the knees a little bit soft in down dog, raise up through the hips and breathe out for two. And inhale, and exhale for three. Then breathe in and stretch the left leg back and up. Exhale, the left foot comes in between the hands, turn the right heel down. Then as you breathe in and lift the torso, spin open to face the fireplace, come into warrior two. And exhale, breathe in, and breathe out. So once you get into the pose, get your alignment set here for your body, see if you can just settle in, okay? So release or relinquish the effort and just become the warrior two pose. So rather than trying to effort yourself into the pose and make the pose fit your body, <clears throat> just settle in. Take one more breath in and out. And then straighten the left leg as you breathe in. Exhale to reach for the front of the room, extending the left side of the torso long and then hinge down to take the left hand to shin, ankle, floor or a block. Stretch the right arm up in the extended triangle pose. Breathe in and breathe out.
So your breath can be a really good uh, indicator of your level of effort. Can you just stay with that steady, even breath that you established at the beginning of your practice or does your breath become a little more labored, faster, choppier, shorter? Just try to stay settled in that steady and even breath. Then look down at the left toes. Breathe in and come all the way up to stand. Exhale, come back to warrior two. Take a breath in, raise the arms if you lowered them. And then as you exhale, reach out over your left thigh like you're trying to stretch to the front of the room. Take a breath in. And then breathe out and hinge down. Take the left hand to the floor or a block on the pinky toe side of the foot. The right arm stretches beside the ear. And then the left knee presses to the left upper arm to provide some stability. And then from that stability, you might be able to sink a little bit lower. Stretch from the outer edge of the right foot all the way up through the right middle finger. So Utitta Trikin, or Utitta Parshvokanasana, the extended side angle pose. This is uh, March pose of the month, so you'll be doing this one a lot. Take one more breath in. And then exhale and take the right hand down to the floor. As you breathe in, spin the right heel up. And then exhale and step back to downward facing dog. Stay there and breathe or inhale and raise the heels as you come forward into a plank pose. Exhaling to lower down chaturanga. Inhale, urdhva mukha, upward face. And exhale, adho mukha, downward face. And breathe in. And breathe out for one. Inhale, and exhale for two. Breathe in, and breathe out for three. And on the breath in, look towards the hands. And exhale to step, hop, or walk the feet forward to meet the hands. At the top of the mat, take a breath in, extend the spine, lift the shoulders. Then exhale and refold. As you breathe in, come all the way to stand. Reach the arms out and up. And then exhale, and as you bring the hands down, rest your hands at your waist. Shift a little bit of weight into your right foot. And then as you inhale, we'll bring the left knee to hip height and reach down with your left hand to hold your knee. Breathe in. And then as you breathe out, open the left knee out to the side. So you can flex the left foot like you're standing. That'll help support you just a little. If you draw in and up as you breathe in, you'll find a little bit more lift and support and breathe out. Take one more breath in and exhale. Then as you inhale, carry the left knee forward. And as you exhale, we're gonna step the left foot back, but not quite to a warrior one. So you're gonna go just in front of where you would step for warrior one. Then straighten the right leg, hands at the waist, breathe in, extend the spine. As you exhale, fold forward, Parshavottanasana, or the um, intense side stretch pose. You can take the hands down to your blocks if they're nearby, one block on each side of the foot. 
And then like we did in the very beginning, press the hands down into the block and pull back slightly so that the shoulders lift and roll back and the heart reaches forward. And inhale. And exhale, one. Breathe in. And breathe out for two. Inhale. And exhale for three. Then press the feet in opposite directions. And as you inhale, come all the way up to stand. Bring the hands to the waist. And exhale as you step the left foot forward. Shift a little more weight into the left foot. Then breathe in. Bring the right knee to the height of the hip. And exhale to open the right knee out to the side. Breathe in. And breathe out for one. Inhale. And exhale for two. Breathe in. And breathe out for three. Then inhale and bring the right knee straight ahead. And as you exhale, step back for Parshvottanasana, both hands to the waist. Inhale, and as you exhale, hinge forward. Hands can fall down to the floor or your blocks, pressing the hands down with a slight pull backwards to roll the shoulders back and reach the heart forward. And then exhale and fold for one. Breathe in. And breathe out for two. Inhale. And exhale for three. And inhale, lift the torso up halfway. As you exhale, press the feet in opposite directions and then breathe in and come all the way up to stand. Bring the hands to the waist. Exhale and step the right foot forward to meet the left. And then standing at the front of the mat as you breathe in, reach the arms out and up overhead. And exhale to fold forward. Inhale, lift the torso halfway. As you exhale, step back to downward facing dog. And then with a the breath in, raise the right leg back and up. And as you exhale, bend the right knee and take a little twist, stacking the right hip over the left. Stretch the right knee back and up to the place where the ceiling and the wall meet in the back of the room and breathe in. And then as you breathe out, extend the right leg and square the hips. Look to your hands and as you breathe in, bring the right knee to the right wrist for the pigeon press. On the exhale, the left leg slides all the way to the back of the mat. And then walk the hands back. You might even take your hands wide and on the outsides of your hips. Press down into blocks or fingertips. Lift up the chest. Bring the shoulders back over the hips. And exhale for one. Breathe in. And out for two. Inhale. And then keep the spine long, and as you exhale, start to fold forward. So you're leading first with your navel, and then with your heart, and then maybe your forearms come to the floor, or your forehead comes down to the floor. We're only doing down dog in between, so just stay here and stay.
you breathe in, start to walk the hands back, lifting the torso. Tuck the left toes under, lift the hips and step back into downward facing dog. You can take a moment to pedal the heels, let the hips rock from side to side or stretch and move. And then as you inhale, lift the left leg back and up. Bend the knee and exhale, twisting to the left. Take a breath in and stretch through the front of the left leg. And then exhale to square the hips, extend the leg, draw the left knee to the left wrist as you inhale. Then exhale and slide the right foot all the way to the back of the mat. You can use blocks here or just walk your hands back and come onto fingertips. And try to bring the torso upright first, shoulders over the hips, breathe in. <clears throat> and out for one. And inhale. And exhale for two. Breathe in, and then as you breathe out, fold forward. And then see if you can just relax into the sensation, relax into the stretch, let go of the effort. We always think something like really good and amazing is gonna happen if we just try a little bit harder, but usually that's not the case. As you breathe in, start to walk the hands back. Tuck the right toes and lift up to down dog. And we're just coming to seated next, so you can just set up. Stretch and move, shift the hips from side to side as needed. And then look towards your hands. And as you bring your feet forward to meet your hands, cross your ankles and lower down to have a seat. <coughs> and then you might want to stagger yourselves a little bit. We're gonna take the legs out wide. So if you're close to your neighbor, just look at them and slide forward or back so you don't bump legs. And you might like to raise your hips on the edge of a blanket if when you sit down, your pelvis tips backwards. If you can keep the pelvis tipped forward, then you're good without a blanket. And stretch the legs out to the sides. Try to go at least 90 degrees if you can. You can take the hands in between the legs, but if you need a little help getting the pelvis forward, take the hands behind the hips first and then try to get to the front of your sitting bones. And then once you're there, lengthen your spine. And as you exhale, fold forward in between the legs.
And as you breathe in, start to walk the hands back and lift the torso. Take your hands behind your knees and then help your knees come together. <clears throat> so you'll be seated with your feet on the floor, knees bent. And then we're gonna just wrap the forearms in front of the shins or you'll hold your right knee with your right hand and your left knee with your left hand. And then pull back on your knees and lift your chest up a little bit, sit up real tall. And then try to keep this length in your spine as you start to twist to the right. And then you'll release your right hand down and take it behind your right hip into a twist. Breathe in. And breathe out. Inhale. Exhale for two. <clears throat> breathe in. And breathe out for three. And then as you inhale, turn forward. Take both arms around the shins or hold right knee with right hand, left knee with left hand. Pull back on the knees and sit up tall. And then as you exhale, twist to the left and let the left hand come down behind your hip. And inhale. And exhale. And breathe in. And breathe out. Inhale. And exhale. And then as you inhale, turn forward. And as you exhale, we're going to take just a moment to get yourself in a comfortable seat. So you might want to raise your hips a little bit higher. You can sit with your legs crossed or you can stretch them straight out in front of you. You can slide up against a wall if you need a little back rest. Or you can come to your knees and sit in Virasana, the hero pose, so there's a block underneath of you. So we're going to take a few um, moments of a seated meditation before we recline into our Shavasana. So however you like to set up for seated meditation. And then just check your posture. Make sure that the spine is long and erect. The back of the neck is long, the chin parallel to the floor. The shoulders relaxed. The elbows beneath the shoulders, the jaw relaxed. If your eyes are open, then your gaze is relaxed and you can see the floor maybe about four feet in front of you or your eyes can be closed all the way. And take a deep breath in through your nose and then let your breath go out through your mouth. And as you close your lips together, just start to settle into a natural breath. So if you've been practicing ujjayi breath or you've been working to maintain that steady, even breath, let go of that effort and just let the breath fall into its natural state. And then just notice that there's nothing that you have to do <clears throat> to inhale. Just as soon as you let the breath go, the next breath comes in.
And even if you try to control that, so even if you hold your breath, once you breathe out, eventually there'll be another breath in. So no matter how much or how hard you try, this breathing is something that you really don't have any control over. So we don't control it. We just breathe out and have faith and trust that the next breath will come. So what if we treated all the other areas of our life in this way? What if we relinquished control or the things that we think that we can control? If we just let go and had faith that the next right thing would happen? You can stay seated for the next few minutes to end your practice, or you can uh, slowly and quietly make your way onto your back. If you've decided to come down onto your back, just let gravity do its work quickly. And this might be a time where you can relinquish some of that control instead of trying to make everything about being on your back perfect, see if you can just let go.
And just take a moment to bring your awareness back into the space, back into your body. Start to move just a little small movements and fingers, toes. If you're seated, maybe a little twist from side to side. If you're on your back, bringing knees to chest and rocking a little side to side. And then if you're not already, start to make your way up to seated. And as you come up to seated, just take a comfortable seat, resting your hands in your lap or together in front of your heart, bowing the wisdom of your head towards the wisdom of your heart. The divine in me sees and honors the divine in each one of you. Namaste. Thank you all so much for being here tonight. If I can answer any questions about class um, or anything I said, please let me know. We do have...